there, this is Kimberly. Welcome to Lessons Along the Way. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to Lessons Along the Way on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast. Um, also, if you haven't done so yet, please share it um, with any of your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, anyone who think um, who you think of that could benefit or who likes podcasts or who you're trying to get to listen to podcasts. Um, and definitely um, leave ratings, reviews, comments, and of course, continue to follow me on Twitter at KChance Live. Today, we're going to be talking about family drama and how you don't want it to ruin your holiday season. Um, with the holidays quickly approaching, several families are going to be getting together and taking the opportunity to have different gatherings and events. And for many people, this is an exciting time. But for many others, um, this could be a stressful time, a time that's filled with anxiety and worry about whatever might happen at this gathering with the family. Um, some people worry about the possibility of drama being present at family functions. And this is different from like everyday um, issues with people in our lives. Family drama is a drama like none other um it can it can shake an event to its core it can rip people apart it can lead to just people not speaking to each other and can really ruin your holiday time um and of course we don't want that to happen um although on the flip side of that we would like to have those kind of norman rockwell picture perfect kind of moments where all of the interactions are perfect and everyone's on their best behavior and the food is great and nothing goes wrong. Um, But that's just not the case. But you also don't want to have drama and conflict and fussing and fighting um, during your family function. And you may be thinking, well, what's going on? Why do family members just have this increased chance of getting into conflict or drama what is it about spending so much time with your family members a lot of the time those who you don't see often what is it about spending that extra time with them that can lead to problems problems can arise within families mainly because during the holidays we're hanging out with people who we don't spend a lot of time with and even if we do spend a lot of time with them we're with them under different circumstances and we have kind of different expectations around the holiday time we often have the unrealistic expectation that everything is going to be perfect hence episode two everything is not going to be perfect but we often come into situations feeling like we're just going to have a splendid perfect time and nothing's going to go wrong and everyone's going to be great and then we forget that that's not realistic our families aren't perfect, our situations aren't perfect, and we still bring those unrealistic expectations into the interaction, and then we're sadly mistaken and caught off guard, even though we probably shouldn't have been, we are still caught off guard. And then drama can ensue. Think about it. In families, just in typical traditional families or um whatever your family situation or um, structure may be, there may be some underlying issues that if we don't deal with those issues during the year or at other times, when we're together in that little melting pot of the family gathering, the potential for those issues to be brought up is a lot greater 
and that's what can lead to that family drama. So let's talk about some of the things that could be those underlying issues. The biggest of them all, and the one that kind of persists year after year sometimes, is sibling rivalries. Now, this is that competition between siblings that's usually from childhood when siblings are attempting to just kind of one-up each other or they feel like um, mom likes my sister better, so I always have to outshine her or I have to outperform her to get the attention of mom or things like that. And then those type of one-up or gotta be better than um, perspectives spill over into adulthood. So you may have the rivalry of um, you want to be able to say you have the best job or you have the most well-behaved kids or your marriage is the best compared to your sibling. And then you go extra hard. You work extra and you try to go over the top to prove that. And when that's pointed out or if that's noticed by the sibling or other family members, then some of that drama can come up. Another issue is that sometimes we we fall into roles within our family and sometimes we're assigned roles within our family. And everyone isn't always happy with the role that they have in their family. And that unhappiness with their family role can lead to some feelings of resentment and anger and bitterness. And that may lead to family conflict. Think about it. Maybe you're the person who always has to cook the most um, food for the holiday. Or maybe you're the person that's responsible for watching all the kids, even though you don't have any kids. Um, Or perhaps you're the one who has to sit with that uncle who always tells the same story year after year after year. Whatever your role is within your family, like I said, whether it's a role that you pick, something that you like to do and you volunteer pretty much for it, or if it's a role that was kind of assigned to you, People just kind of forced you into it and you didn't fight back. Um, If you're unhappy with that role, conflicts can arise because there's resentment, there's frustration, there's bitterness, there's anger. There may be sadness or frustration. That can all lead to family drama. Another thing is having different perspectives and points of views and approaches to life that are different from your family members. This is a big one that can often easily lead to family drama. You may be a person who chooses to raise your children differently than your parents or than your siblings or cousins or something. And them pointing that out could lead to bickering. Or you may have a a mate, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, husband, wife that the family doesn't care for or that they don't approve of. And that could cause some bickering you may even you know have a different religious or political view than your family and what do we do during family functions we sit and we talk and as those conversations get to rolling conflict may ensue because someone is trying to prove why their point is right and why another person's point is wrong this can definitely heighten the potential for drama during family gatherings Now, this is kind of different from like gatherings at the workplace or with friends because you and your friends kind of all share the same views on a lot of things or you have things that are in common or you chose your friends. You didn't choose your family. 
This is also different from like workplace functions because most people try to be on their best behavior at work functions because it's a work function and we all need our jobs. But with your family, it's kind of no holds barred. So you may point out that issue you've always had with your sister that you never said anything about or your frustration with the fact that, you know, you're always left to clean up after everyone's gone home. Once you start to get comfortable saying the things that are bothering you in these settings, drama can increase. And you don't want that to ruin your holiday time because the holidays are about love and joy and peace and goodwill towards men and all those great slogans. And drama is the (laughs) exact opposite of what you want during those times. So what do you do to deal with the stress or anxiety that can result from these underlying issues that can possibly bubble right below the surface. If you're thinking about traveling home to be with your family, or even if you're not out of town from your family, if you're thinking about just getting together with your family and it's causing you stress or anxiety and you're just like, oh my God, I just don't want to be bothered with my brother or my cousin or my aunt or whoever it is or whatever the situation is. And you want to go home and be with family because that's the right thing to do. But you don't want to deal with the drama. So what can you do to kind of prepare for that? To kind of decrease that stress that you may be feeling? So, of course, you know me. I got some things that you can do. First thing is know your triggers and be prepared with a plan for how you're going to deal with them. If you know your grandmother is going to give you unsolicited advice about everything your car your clothes how you raise your kids how you do your hair your type of shoes you wear if they're going to give you that advice and you already know it you can listen to it and instead of getting upset letting it send you over the deep end and going off on grandma just say thank you and move on Don't try to convince grandma why your way is right, why your form of discipline is best, why you don't make your kids eat all their food, whatever it is. Because by getting into that back and forth, that leads to conflict. And we've already said conflict is drama. Or maybe you have a family member who refuses to help out doing stuff around the house at holiday time. People are cooking, preparing, tending to the kids, doing things, and you have that one family member that's just kind of sitting there watching everything go on. Instead of getting upset with this person and allowing this situation to trigger you, just approach them and ask them for some help. Give them a specific task or a specific duty to work on and let them do that. Instead of allowing that feeling of, oh my God, I can't believe they're just sitting there not helping to just fester, which leads to frustration, which leads to you blowing up, anger, drama, conflict. Let me give you another example. If you know there's going to be a person in your family who lets everybody know how hard they work for the family and how much they do to make sure everyone's happy and make sure everything is taken care of, if you know that person is going to be there and you know when they start in on all of that, extra and gloating and telling all that they do you know that it bothers you don't let it instead of letting that person and everything they're saying get you worked up to the point where you're frustrated and angry and bothered 
acknowledge their hard work. Let them know, you know what? You did work really hard on baking all those cakes. Why don't you sit down and rest and enjoy some of it? Offer to help them while they relax. Let them know that you appreciate them and they can sit down. So they don't, they don't have to keep feeling like they gotta let everybody know what they've done for the family. Acknowledge it, move on. Again, knowing when you are, knowing what's gonna trigger you and having a plan to deal with it will help you to keep from just reacting and start to respond. And that'll eliminate some of the conflict and the drama that can come up. Another thing, set boundaries. If you already know that you can only spend so much time with your family before they get on your nerves, set yourself a reminder, have a friend on standby that can call you, whatever you have to do so that you can know, okay, it's time to go. Limit your alcohol intake if that's something that gets you more frustrated with your family. If your words and their words start to flow way too freely when you're drinking alcohol, set a boundary. I'm only going to have one glass of wine or I'm only going to have one shot of this. Whatever you need to do, don't allow yourself to be pushed to the limit. You're in control of yourself and no one else. So if you already know where those trigger points are, set up some boundaries around that and then stick to it. Don't let other people throw you off just because they're family. You're still in control of you. Now, another thing you can do to ease off the tension and let's say you all are already talking and, you know, you're just starting to get frustrated. You feel the conflict coming, but it's not quite there yet. Instead of continuing to go down that road, it's something so simple you can do, but it's often the most difficult to actually do in the moment. Agree to disagree. Just because you're family, you don't have to have the same perspective on everything. You don't have to agree about everything. You don't have to do everything the same way. You can agree and say, you know what? You do your way. I like my way. Your way way has worked for you. My way has worked for me. And we're gonna agree to disagree. And then shift the conversation to something that's more fun, more lighthearted, you know, more easygoing. If you know you and your family members can't have political debates, don't have political debates. Steer the conversation to something fun. What was the last movie you saw? Oh, you like Marvel? Me too. Just get into some fun conversations. Talk about your favorite Christmas movie or your favorite holiday movie or whatever it is. Like, switch the subject. If you know the conversation is going in a bad direction or if you even see a conversation going in a bad direction, jump in, change the subject. Remind everybody that we're really here to celebrate our family and to have a good time as a family. We're not here for all that fussing and fighting. So if that's what y'all want to do, let's just shut it down right now. You do your thing, they do their thing, and it's okay. We can really agree to disagree. Lastly, if you feel like none of the stuff that I've told you so far has worked, um, you tried to have a plan for your triggers, you tried to set your boundaries, you've even tried to change the subject and agree to disagree over the years, and none of that stuff has worked, or you don't feel like none of this stuff can work, ask yourself, do you really have to go to the family gathering? 
Or would it be better for you to just sit this one out? I know the holidays are all about family and gathering and getting together and spending time and fellowship and all that. But if you know you can't avoid drama, if you go to the family function, then opt out of going. You don't have to always go. Yeah, mama may be upset or grandma might be disappointed, but your sanity and your mental health stability is worth more than mama being upset because it'll be even worse if you go and then you have family drama and then you're not speaking to cousin so-and-so the next time around. We want to try to keep our families together even if that means staying apart from them. You may think that sounds a little weird, but sometimes not being around somebody is the best way to keep a relationship okay. The thing of it all is that the holiday time is for celebrating and for enjoying your loved ones. And it's not a time for stress or anxiety or conflict or drama. Like, family drama is not allowed to ruin my holidays. And it shouldn't be able to ruin yours. Do what you can to make sure your holiday is drama-free. Let's keep this discussion going on Twitter at KChance Live. How are you preparing to keep family drama away from your family during your holiday gatherings? I'd love to hear from you. Let's chat about it. Again, if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button. Leave a rating, a comment, a review. And this week's quote, it comes from themindsjournal.com. And it says, the older I get, the more I realize I don't want to be around drama, conflict, or stress. I want a cozy home, good food, and to be surrounded by happy people. Now that's something to hold on to. Until next week. Y'all take care.